It's time to step into the more that God has for you. This is Eunice Lai, and I would like to welcome you to today's episode of Beyond the Building with Laura Pereno and Debbie Kiever of the Beyond Women's Conference. Welcome back to Beyond the Building. We are excited to have our special guest, Kurt Kahn, my dad, with us again. I, if you missed, um, is it two, two podcasts ago when we looked at the story of Abraham? Uh, we had dad join us for that podcast. This is a month of June. This is right around Father's Day, but it's the father's take on fathers. Yep. We looked at two, we're looking at two Old Testament stories and two New Testament stories and inviting our Heavenly Father to speak to us about anything he wants to, since we're looking at this month of fathers. And today, uh, Laura and dad, we're looking in Luke 15, 11 to 32. We're looking at the prodigal son who had a father yes. that we're looking at today. <laughs> so dad, we just want to welcome. Thanks for being back with us again. We loved uh, recording with you the other day. And for our listeners who aware of what's going on right now, we're actually all sitting in my kitchen, which has never happened before. <laughs> Laura and I have never recorded podcasts on anything, but our zoom from different States and dad, we're just thrilled to have you. So welcome. Thanks for joining us today. Nice to be here. The energy level is tremendous. <laughs> That's because Laura's in the room. <laughs> already, already. Well, I want to uh, share before I get into the word here that Deb's dad uh, is such an encouragement to me. And um, I actually had a, have been in conversation with him recently. And, and Mr. Khan, you know this. I have respected <laughs> Deb's dad for years and years. And to have a deeper personal relationship with you now without crying, honestly, is, is very special to me. Mm -hmm. And so uh, we've been writing about the fact I'm not really sure what to call him because I've called him Mr. <laughs> Khan since I was at University of Delaware. And also just really referencing, and I shared about this two podcasts ago, my dad isn't here anymore. My dad's been passed away now for what, 12 years. And there's still that hole in your heart. You know, you still miss and long for that person that had such a significant uh, position in your life. And so I just want to thank you for being here. And, you know, I've gone back and forth. Are you Mr. Khan? Are you, are you Kurt? Are, are you, you dad? dad? Kurt? But I think, I, I think today, even talking about the father's hearts, um, I think I would like to call you dad Khan oh. from now on. That's very fun. Thank you. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. Thank you for receiving that title because that makes me just really feel like I'm a, a greater part of the family. I appreciate so your you. gracious uh, gift. Thank Way you. Way to start off a gift. podcast yes. making us upset. <laughs> Let's get to the word. All right. So we are in Luke 15. It's the story that so many of us know. People have referenced. It's the story of the prodigal son. And we know that actually in the, the Hebrew uh, translation of this story, it's actually called the story of the running father. So the story is actually purposed to show us um, something about the father in the story. Now, as we go through our different reads here, I think we're going to see that God is speaking to each of our hearts in different ways. But I want to start out by just Reading uh, in Luke 15, starting in verse 11, Jesus is speaking. He's sharing this parable. He says, there was a man who had two sons. The younger one said to his father, give me my share of the estate. So he divided his property between them. Mm. And you know what, Laura, I think just to make this flow, rather than reading the entire portion of scripture, examine is part of reads. Or read is our examine application dialogue seen in the spirit. I'm going to just reference in the, as the story continues in verses 11 to 13, this is where the father releases his son to go off. And 
in my exam and I focused on there's one father, there's two sons, but he demonstrates three responses to his sons that mm. real, that's what God drew my attention and caught, you know, that's where I, I spent my time studying. But in this first part where the, the younger sons, like, give me that inheritance, <clears throat> the father released him. That was a significant thing. Chase him. He didn't mm. try to persuade him to stay. He just let him go. In verses 21 to 24, this is where the rebellious son, remember, he ends up in the pig pen. He's squandered everything of his inheritance and he's really stuck. And he says, I think I'm going to see if I can go back to my father's house as a servant. I'm not, I'm not really qualified to be a son anymore. And that father's response to that rebellious returning son was to restore him, mm. to restore his place as like, you've never lost your position of being my son. Then the third portion of scripture is in 27 to 32. Now you got the older brother who's angry and he's upset, not only with the brother, but he's upset with the father. Like, I cannot believe you're bringing him back yeah. and, and, you know, killing an animal and giving him your robe and your ring. I've been slaving for you. And he's a lot full of resentment. And I I'm listening to in verses 31 to 32, the father's response to this son, he refocused, he's working to refocus the perspective of the older son. He's trying to correct his priorities, correcting how he's seen things. So there were three responses, right? The father released uh, one son, he restored the same son, and he worked to refocus the other son. Those were the, the parts that I tended to focus on in my examine. Dad, did you have something that drew your attention? Well, I had to relate to a different uh, aspect of this because I had two daughters <laughs> <laughs> who are grown up and following the Lord. But I'd like to point out that uh, any person you have difficulty with, like I can think of people I have difficulty with mm -hmm. that I don't particularly like that God loves mm -hmm. and I'm supposed to love. And I've got to remember that uh, he loves them and I need to love them and he'll help me with that. Mm. Mm. Amen. Mm. Amen. Uh, for the examine, what I saw, um, and again, perhaps in light of the fact of, of losing my dad, in, in the Jewish times there, when you would ask uh, a parent for your inheritance, you were basically saying that I don't care that you're alive. And you were declaring that the, the father was dead to you. So the, the desire of the flesh that we see uh, here referenced that the son would care more about what the father could give him than the father himself. And so in asking for his inheritance, he was saying, you don't mean anything to me anymore. It's all about what you can give me. I just want my inheritance now to when my dad passed and it was time to talk about inheritance. I didn't want the inheritance. I just wanted my dad back. And so you see this pull here. And I, I took it as I'm looking at the examine to our relationship with God, because how many times we just want what God can give us. And I think in the prodigal son story here, it's not about what he can give us. It's about the fact that we get to be with the father. I also saw later on in the story, we see that when the son is a long way off, the father is running to him. Um, I, I thought that it was very interesting because he was a long way off and he saw, and it just made me recognize that there are places that are a long way off, right? That God sees that we can't see. And so that was my, my second piece on the examine. And the third piece on the examine that I got was when the father and the son were reunited, 
both sets of eyes were on the sun, right? The sun's eyes were still on the sun because he only came back so he could get the food. That's the way it was, right? And he called himself unworthy. So he's still looking at himself, but this father's eyes were completely on the sun, calling him worthy, calling him his son, putting the robe on him. And I just thought it was profound that even in that moment, both eyes are still on the sun, one in a negative way and one in a loving and positive way. And the father was going to work to restore the correct image or understanding of himself that the son had. Mm-hmm. So I loving it, loving it. <laughs> so you have your exam and then we invite the Holy spirit and we invite him at the beginning to direct our attention. But now you're looking at application, which kind of write in your journals. What do I need to remember? So remember for me, I have three fatherly responses of release, restore, and refocus. And and this is what the Lord told me. I need to remember that as a parent, and he put, I wrote in parentheses, as a mentor, okay? I'm like a mother figure. As a parent, I need to have the correct response to a specific situation. Hmm. I need to have the correct response to the specific situation. That's my application. Dad, what's your application? I need to remember that God and I are on the same side. Mm. Mm. He is for me, not against me. He loves that person more than I do. He wants me to love that person more than I do. And, uh, and I, I'm not in this alone. This is not like a me against them or whatever like Amen. that. This is God, what God will do what he wants to do. And he's able to do what he wants to do. So my confidence is in, However he wants to do it, I leave it up to him. Mm. That's profound because so often we think that God is on that different side, right? And to think that we're on the same side is really profound. Mm. Um, My application was I need to remember that there are things a long way off that I don't see, but he does. Mm. Um, And there's broken things that he sees restored that I don't see that way. There's Mm. new things that he's creating that I haven't seen yet. They're on the horizon. And there's old places where I have believed lies. He is running to me to bring me to what's next. I can't see it. And Mm -hmm. I think that's, I think that's amazing, but he's already running. Right. And I just think that's such an amazing, Mm. um, Mm. that's, I love it. No, what I love too, is that we don't know what each other's going to share. So we're we're kind of listening and going, (laughs) wow, we could just sit there and talk about that a little bit more dad, but this is a podcast. We got to keep going. Right. We should just stop recording right now and just have some coffee and talk about it. Right. Oh, but then our listeners would be like, what about us? (laughs) All right, let's move on. So dialogue, this is where you ask the father, what's your take on fathers here? What what do you want to plant in my heart? What seed of truth is for me in here? The rhema word. Debbie, I've placed you in a position as a mother to more than just your own biological children. You are a mother figure or a mentor to many. Sometimes I will call you to release your spiritual kids to their own decisions to wander, to turn away, not only to your teaching, but to mine. I was like, Mm, okay, mm -hmm, wow. That's mm -hmm. so profound. (laughs) Sometimes I will call you to restore someone lovingly who has hit the wall by their own choices. They have led them uh, into their own spiritual, emotional, mental and financial pig pen. So restore them gently and focus on their identity. Mm-hmm. Some call you to pursue, to plead, to express for the need for them to refocus, 
their priorities, their attention, and their obedience. Mm -hmm. So this really spoke to the mother heart of me, to my spiritual kids, mm -hmm. and, and not just my spiritual kids, but to anybody that um, God has brought into my life to be a mentor, mm -hmm. to at the heavenly father experience those that ran, you mm -hmm. know, those that were restored and those that were just angry, even though they were still in the fold, mm -hmm. you know, he, mm -hmm. he was just modeling to me how to parent um, kids, mm -hmm. his kids. Amen. So dad, what was your dialogue? Lord, what do you want to say to me regarding this passage of scripture? Kurt, I want you to know that having the heart of a father is to know both joy and sorrow, sometimes in overwhelming extremes. Young adult children often experience those two emotional conditions in even greater extremes than you do as a father. As you can see in the scripture that each child, even with the same parents, can be so different from each other. These relational challenges in parenting can be very complex and constantly changing. You may have difficulty believing this, but even I, as your heavenly father, experience the joys and sorrows of being a father with an infinite number of sons and daughters, all of whom are so different from each other in so many ways. Lord, I'm beginning to be overwhelmed just thinking about the complexities of being a father. Do you have any words of direction and encouragement out of your infinite wisdom and unconditional love? Kurt, learn from the parable. How was the father consistent in dealing with his two sons? He loved both of them unconditionally and did his best to guide them in the way each of them should go. Kurt, the greatest power in the universe is love, and I am your infinite, constant, and available resource of that love, the love of your heavenly father. If you will make it a daily practice to ask, you will receive. If you make it a daily practice to seek, you'll find. If you will continually knock at the door of my heart, I will respond. As you have gotten older, you have prayed to finish well. Out of my love for you, I have just shared the answer to your prayer. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. That's right. That's right. That's profound. Uh, I asked, Lord, how do I respond uh, as you are running? And he said, um, Laura, stand still. Trust that I've been on the porch waiting uh, to, right? <laughs> waiting. I'm so sorry. I can't even watching. I've been on the porch watching like the father in the story, but unlike the father, I already know the date of the prodigal's return and the date of promises fulfilled. Hmm. I am running and pursuing always. I am waiting and pruning at the very same time. I already see the return, the restoration, the healing, and the new in all areas of your life and prayers. I've never stopped running, even when you see no movement at all. Mm. Mm. Wow. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Wow. This cut cuts to deep places. Yes. 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 Wow. So then we've this is how these moments again. Yeah, this happened two yeah. weeks ago. Exactly. Well, not even over yet. That's a good moment. <laughs> yes. It's kind of like, okay. So what do you want me to see, Father? And I saw a large tree, and I'm not like a, a tree connoisseur, but it's like the big thick trunk tree. And it I noticed three branches. Um I my attention was drawn to three branches coming out of this tree trunk three branches, three responses, and there are different birds going to individual branches. Mm -hmm. And then I saw these words, uh, the word love mm -hmm. carved like top to bottom, right? Like a vertical word love 
in the tree trunk. Mm -hmm. One tree mm -hmm. trunk, love, three, three birds. Mm -hmm. That's good. That's good. I don't know what the tree was. <laughs> Let's just, next time. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> that might require some Googling trees. Yeah, right. That's awesome. <laughs> Dad, what was your C? Lord, what do you want me to see that relates to this uh, scripture? I see the father in the parable and he is standing outside on his property, looking out towards the horizon. As I see his face, his eyes have been replaced by two small hearts. Aww. It looks kind of funny, but I'm confident that it, it represents what he is doing and why he is doing it. Mm. Uh, I like to comment on that for those that are learning to do this uh, reads. Sometimes when you get a C, it will be silly. It seems silly, or it seems irrelevant to the scripture. Don't dismiss it. Mm -hmm. Write it down. Because a lot of times, he, there's a meaning there he wants you to know. And the good exam question then is, Lord, why did you give me that? What does that mean? Mm -hmm. Is there anything I need to do about that? Mm -hmm. So uh, I, that just happened in my men's Bible study last week. Uh, one of the guys said, oh, I, I don't want to share this. It doesn't mean anything. I said, go ahead, share it. Well, it turns out it did mean something. Mm. So don't dismiss those uh, mm. things that you think are not uh, appropriate or relevant. That's mm -hmm. right. Mm -hmm. That's right. That's right. Um, I'm sure it's, it's no surprise that the first thing that I saw was a horizon with that I could see nothing on and, and the father run into it. Um, so I, I continued to think about this and um, on the other side of Mother's Day, I was reflecting back to, uh, really, it fits in here with a C as well. The Lord brought back to my memory on Mother's Day, uh, I was making a flower arrangement with tulips for the centerpiece for my table. And I had my almost two-year-old granddaughter with me. We were doing it together. And I gave her all of the tulips and she had a big smile on her face. And she was putting the tulips in these little jars that I had. And she thought it was so beautiful, but she kept putting them in upside down. <laughs> so that the flower was at the bottom and the stalk was at the top oh, and she thought it was a thing of great beauty i reflect back on and it was sad because i had to keep saying oh no boo boo we turn it this way you know but it, i'm just reflecting on this when he when we try to do it on our own right when i'm trying to get to the horizon and operate i'm gonna miss the beauty I'm going to miss the beauty. I'm just going to see the stalk. That's but good. when God is the one who is the running father, when he is putting the pieces together, when he is arranging the flowers and the way that he's <laughs> going to restore and grow, we're going to see the beauty, That's right? Good. That would That's have been good. hidden underneath otherwise. <laughs> so yeah, that'll always be my, my grandma moment. From <laughs> Luke 15, <laughs> just like you said, a visual, you never forget it, right? It's just always going to be prodigal son, upside down tulips. <laughs> We don't get to we don't get to determine what the beauty is on the horizon. It's all about him. Amen. So uh, I'm grateful for today. So so much fun talking with yeah. you guys about God's word. Isn't that what we just are passionate about and love to do anyway? So it's fun to do it in community. Uh, as we wrap up here, we just want to thanks for thank you for being a part. Again, a well known story. Would love to hear your take on it. You can get back to us any way you can. Maybe on Facebook. Um, we know God's speaking to your heart as well. Next wrapping up this series uh, in June on the father's heart. And um, we're going to look at Mark chapter 10 at Jesus and the little children. So I'm excited to see what the father has to say about that particular passage. So we will see you then. Until then, have a great week. God bless you. And thank you for being a part of what God is doing. Thanks everybody. 
We believe that God will use what was shared to encourage you as you step into the more that He has prepared for you today. Thank you for joining us. Until next time, remember, you were created for more.